You're tuning in to the Be Fiercely You podcast, the podcast where women find their power and confidence by slaying doubt, creating a foundation of self-love, and by tapping into their inner fierce. I am your host, Heather Nicole, and I'm here to help you become the fierce queen you are meant to be. Together, we will conquer your fears, let go of others' judgment, and unlock your inner badass. So who's with me? Are you ready to take your life into your own hands and discover the possibilities that await you? Let's get to it. Hello, hello. How the hell are you? Welcome back to the Be Fiercely You podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you are a returning listener, what the fuck is up? I missed you, I love you, and I appreciate you. And to all those new listeners, I appreciate you too, baby. But I am Heather, I am your host. And today on the podcast, we're gonna talk about something that I did for years. And I'm not saying that as a way um, to, to brag or boast because I'm definitely not proud of this kind of habit that I had created. But it was something that that I created after being in my toxic and abusive marriage. Um, something that just kind of stuck with me. And I think that a lot of you are going to relate to this and understand this. And I'm hoping that a lot of you will get some value out of this episode because I'm gonna be giving you a couple different ways that you can overcome this. So what am I talking about? We are talking about gaslighting today. And more specifically, we're gonna be talking about self-gaslighting. That's right, how you, my dear, have been gaslighting your damn self and how we're gonna put an end to it because that shit is no good, no good. All right, so I've talked about gaslighting before on the podcast, but let's just, for any new people or for a refresher, and I'm sure this is a term that you've heard, right? It's something that people talk about more and more often now, but just so we're all on the same page with exactly what I'm talking about today, if you look up gaslighting, it, the definition is a manipulation by psychological means, making someone question their own sanity. How fucked up is that? Okay, manipulation. So someone is manipulating you psychologically, right, mentally, and they're making you question your own reality. Okay, so basically, they're trying to convince you that you're wrong about something that you're not, or trying to convince you that something happened that didn't, or that something did happen that 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 did it, or excuse me, I think I said that backwards, trying to convince you that something happened that didn't, or something that didn't happen that did. Does that make sense? Or that they said something, or that they didn't say something that they did, you know? They're, they, they make you feel like you're crazy, okay? I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I honestly have no idea if I've talked about this in the podcast or not before. I feel like I'm, maybe I did it. But anyway, you guys are gonna, you guys are in for a treat today. Here's a juicy story. So, and this is a perfect example of gaslighting and how my ex gaslit me. So we had a party at our house. I think it was Labor Day or Memorial Day or something. I don't know. It was like a summer, one of them. 
and um, you know, we had a cookout and stuff, and people had been over all day. Of course, again, if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know my ex was not a ray of sunshine. So as you can imagine, um, everything that happened that day, I was taking care of. You know, I was cooking all the food, I was cleaning everything, I was setting everything up, I was getting everything ready um, while he worked in the shed on God knows what. Um, So I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off all day, getting everything ready, dealing with family, um, you know, cleaning up after everybody and then everybody leaves and we all know that that's a huge ordeal. Having to just clean the whole house and clean up the kitchen and everything after a big cookout like that. It's a pain in the ass, right? Let's be honest here. We're, we're all friends. All right. It's a pain in the ass. I love entertaining, but that cleanup afterwards is a bitch. Okay. It is what it is. So doing all that, one of his friends decided to hang out for a while which was fine he had hung out with us all the time so it wasn't like out of the ordinary for him to hang around well they decided that they were gonna smoke some weed again totally fucking normal so they're doing that smoking hanging out well I was exhausted so I was like you know what I'm going up to bed he was being a jerk all day and I didn't want to be around him anymore anyway. So I was like, look, I'm going up to bed. You guys do what you're doing. I'll see you when you come up or I'll see you in the morning. Whatever. So I left. Went upstairs. Went to bed. Now, it's important to note here that our house was very small. The whole second floor was our bedroom. And he was in the family room where the steps were to go up to the room. So the steps, there was like a little hallway. And our bedroom's right at the top. So I could hear pretty much everything. Well, before you know it, he's on the phone with somebody and it was a, a, a girl apparently, which I didn't know at the time, but he's like, oh yeah, I got some green. Come on through. Like, I got you. I got you. So then a little while later, I hear a knock at the door and I'm like, okay, this must be one of his buddies coming to pick up some weed. Then the door opens and I hear girls voices and I was like, what the fuck is that? Why are there, why are there girls downstairs? So I'm listening, like, you know, not wanting to um, freak out over something that I didn't need to freak out over because it could have been completely harmless. You know, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, I was completely brainwashed at this point. So, you know, giving him the benefit of the doubt was crazy on my end. But whatever, you know, I did. So I waited. Before I know it, I hear... You know, they're talking about exchanging, the, you know, this drug exchange that's going on. And he offers them weed for a blowjob. He, meaning my ex-husband. Now, obviously, I know exactly what his voice sounds like. So when he says, oh, I'll give this to you for a BJ. <clears throat> what was that? What? What'd you say? Really? So then I obviously... Got out of bed, extremely pissed off, went downstairs. He wasn't in the family room anymore. His friend was sitting there, eyes huge as could be, jaw dropped, looking at me like, what the fuck is she about to do? Obviously, they thought I was asleep. And I walk. He was in the bathroom. Swing the door open. The lights are off. His pants are around his ankles. There's a girl on her knees in front of him about to perform the act of fellatio. Okay. That's what I saw. 
I saw that. I saw all that with my own eyes. He storms out of the bathroom, pulling up his pants. I'm freaking out. Like, who the hell is this? What the fuck are you doing? What's going on? And he proceeds to tell me that I didn't see anything. That I'm freaking out for no reason. That I'm just being my normal psycho self. That I needed to calm the fuck down. That I was being rude to a guest. Okay, these are the things that he told me. This is gaslighting. He was trying to manipulate me to to believe that what I saw wasn't really happening. Because he knew he was in the fucking wrong. He knew that what he was doing was fucked up. <coughs> but he was trying to convince me <clears throat> that 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 wasn't what was about to happen. His pants around his ankles and her on her knees in front of him didn't mean that she was about to do what I thought she was about to do. So this fight ensued. You know, I told the girl she needed to get the hell out. She left. Her and her friend left. Me and him continued to fight. He goes outside. I follow him outside fighting because we were passionate fighters. Um... And we continued fighting outside. He ends up leaving because I was being so crazy. And I was out of, I, I was just completely out of line. That I had no reason to be upset at him. That he didn't do anything wrong. That I was overreacting. That's what my husband, at this point, this was like, this was right towards the um, end of our relationship. This was, actually, you know what? It was Labor Day because this was about two months before we finally split up. Because I was like, what? Like, I couldn't fucking take it anymore. You know? Um, and that, again, that's just a, a very disturbing, but a perfect example of gaslighting. He really tried to convince me that what I saw wasn't what I saw. Right? And this happened all the time. All the time. Like, he would say something to me. Um, I'll be honest with you. I disassociated so much during that period that I don't remember a lot of details of exactly things that were said or whatever. Um, but I know how I felt. And that was that I felt crazy. Because it was on a daily basis to where... He would say things or be rude to me or, you know, be disrespectful. And I would confront him about it. And he would tell me that what I heard wasn't what he said. Even saying it, I'm like confusing myself because it's just so fucking crazy. Right? And these, there are people out there that do that. There are narcissists out there that do that. And what's even more disturbing is that this is also something that people experience from their parents in their childhood, is that their parents are invalidating their, their experiences and invalidating their emotions and thoughts, right? Um, you know, maybe as a child, you have an experience that's traumatic to you and you have an appropriate reaction um, but your parents tell you that you're overreacting, that it didn't happen that way. You know, you start to, to not trust yourself. 
you start to question yourself. Okay, those are just two big ways that this can show up in your life from a partner or from your parents. Now, of course, there are going to be people that gaslight you all throughout your life. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe it's a friend. Okay. But it's important to recognize and understand what gaslighting is because most of us don't realize that we also self-gaslight after being in these situations for so long. And that's what happened with me. So I was with my ex-husband for 10 years. And after getting out of that, I would constantly self-gaslight myself. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Self-gaslighting looks like telling yourself that you're being too dramatic. Just saying like, I'm being so dramatic right now. Like I need to calm down. Or saying, I'm being, I'm just being too emotional. I'm being too needy. I'm too, I'm too clingy. I really just need to suck it up. Right? Do you hear yourself saying those things to yourself? Does that sound familiar to you at all? Because if it does, then you are self-gaslighting, my dear. And we need to work on ending that. Because all that you're doing by, by saying these things is you're holding yourself back. Right? You have no trust in yourself. You don't know your worth. You don't appreciate who you are. And you don't value who you are. And I say all those things with love because I want to help you bring awareness to this. Okay? If you valued yourself, if you... Um, validated your your feelings and you validated your own thoughts and your experiences, you wouldn't question them. You wouldn't be saying, I'm being too dramatic right now. You would say, no, these are my emotions and they are valid in this, in this situation. That's what a healthy, I don't want to say healthy because it, well, I guess it is a little unhealthy. It is on the unhealthy side. So that's what an unhealthy, excuse me, That's what a healthy, I know I'm probably confusing the fuck out of you right now, huh? I'm going back and forth. Telling yourself that your feelings are valid, that your emotions are valid, that your reaction in that situation is valid. That's what a healthy mindset looks like, okay? When you have a negative mindset, that's when you're going to say, I'm being so dramatic right now. or I'm just being too emotional. I need to just suck it up. Or that didn't really happen that way. Like, I'm just... I'm be I'm exaggerating. Okay, you're diminishing your experience. You're diminishing your emotions. You're diminishing oops, everything about your experiences in your life. And that's not fucking cool. That's not cool. So how do we change that? How do we make the shift from that negative mindset where we invalidate ourselves and diminish ourselves? To that healthy mindset where we validate who the fuck we are, who we know that our feelings and emotions are valid, that we have no shame in in feeling the way that we do or doing what we do, okay? How do we, excuse me, how do we make that shift? Well, first and foremost, and it's the same step that I say to you guys all the time, it's self-awareness, okay? Okay. You can't make a change if you're not aware of what needs to be changed. 
So you need to start paying attention to how you're talking to yourself. Are you saying things to yourself every day? Like, oh, like, I'm just being dramatic. Or I don't know why I'd say that. Like, that was crazy. Or um, I'm just being too emotional. I'm overreacting right now. I know it. I'm sorry. Whatever. I notice when you start saying those things to yourself because that is self-awareness. Or excuse me, that's self-gaslighting. is invalidating those feelings, right? Trying to, if you don't trust yourself, you don't trust your decisions, if you question your reality, okay, you are self-gaslighting yourself, all right? So pay attention, bring awareness to it. And then once you have that awareness, you have to learn to validate your feelings, okay? Now listen, I know a lot of us grew up in an era where we were told, you know, not to cry. That means you're weak, um, especially for men. Uh, men were told, were taught all their childhood not to express emotions. You know, don't be such a girl about things. Um, on the girl side, we were taught not to be too emotional, right? Don't overreact. All the, these, you know what I mean, those those different kinds of things that are, are told to women. Um basically to invalidate us, you have to learn to go against that. You have to learn and understand and accept that your feelings are there for a reason and that you are having this reaction and these thoughts for a reason and that it's okay. All right? I don't care what's going on. Whether it's something silly, like somebody cutting you off in traffic, or if it's something big, like your significant other cheating on you, the feelings that come up are your feelings. Therefore, they are valid because they are yours. Now, I'm not saying that you should go harp on the fact that somebody cut you off in traffic and make a big deal out of it. But getting irritated is understandable. All right? And don't get mad at yourself for, for feeling irritated because of that. Don't tell yourself, oh, I shouldn't feel that way. You know, they, I don't know, you know, it, um... I'm being too hard on them. I don't know this person, blah, 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 whatever. No, yeah, just accept it. Accept the fact that you feel irritated because somebody cut you off in traffic. That's a totally acceptable reaction to something like that. And then let it pass, okay? If your significant other cheated on you, clearly you have every right to be upset and feel hurt and feel betrayed and angry, don't invalidate your feelings. Don't say, oh, well, you know, they didn't mean it. I'm just overreacting. It's really not that big of a deal. Do not invalidate your experience. Understanding and accepting. Accepting. Acceptance is the big thing here. Acceptance of those feelings. That is key. So I did this, surprise, surprise, with an affirmation. Um, I would tell myself my feelings and emotions are valid. My feelings and emotions are valid all, all day. Write it 10 times, say it to myself in the mirror, all that. I would tell myself that I am in control of my thoughts and my emotions. I would tell myself these emotions are here for a reason. What can I learn from this? 
And I would sit back and I would reflect, bringing awareness to it. Okay? And then once you're reflecting, you have to accept. You have to add that acceptance factor in there. Because if you're not accepting the feelings, if you're not accepting the emotions, then it's going to be really, really, really hard for you to validate yourself and validate these feelings. And therefore, you're going to continue to self-gaslight, right? If you don't believe that those feelings are meant to be there, that you are still an okay person just because you have those feelings, then you're still self-gaslighting, okay? You're still in that negative mindset. But you can make the shift by bringing awareness, accepting, and reflecting, okay? Um, the third part of this is a little bit more complicated. And you may have heard about this if you're um, big in the self-improvement world, if you know, if you follow a lot of people on social media or listen to a lot of podcasts, you probably at one point or another heard somebody talk about healing your inner child. Um, so what does that mean? What is our inner child? It's really just what it sounds like. Right, The part of us inside that's still a child. The part of us that still needs comforting and acceptance. Okay, this is why you struggle with your emotions or feeling judged or um, you know, getting overwhelmed or whatever. Because you have an inner child who still needs some work, who still needs some healing, who still needs some growing. Okay? Now... I am not an expert on inner child work, so I would, I am going to put that out there right now. Um, you know, I'm still exploring this. I've done my own work with this. Um, but as with all of this work, it's a continuing thing, okay? It's, it's not something that you just snap your fingers and it happens and you learn and whatever. No, it takes time. So when it comes to healing your inner child, remember we, when I said in the beginning, this... This gaslighting, or excuse me, this self-gaslighting can come from being gaslit by a parent or by a partner. Now, in both of those scenarios, obviously when you're a child, they're, they're more so impacting your, the, the way that you are growing up and the, the beliefs that are formed and the values that are instilled in you and all of those things because that's your formative years, right? That's when you're becoming the, the adult. That's when you're learning about life. So that impact on you then is gonna have a huge impact on you as an adult, right? If you are constantly being told that you're too emotional, that you're overreacting, that something didn't happen the way that it did, right? And validating your experience, when you get older, you're not going to want to share your feelings, okay? You are going to feel judged a lot. Um, you're going to find it hard to make meaningful connections because you're not willing to express yourself, right? And you feel as though those parts of yourself are bad. We got to heal that part. We got to heal that child that was harmed during those years. So how do you do that? You need to validate them. You need to support them. 
be there for them and comfort them. And I'm sure if you've not done any inner child work, me saying that probably sounds absolutely insane. And that's okay because when I first heard this, that's what I thought too. But no, what I mean by that is when you start having feelings come up, tell your inner child, right? Talk to that little girl that's inside. What does she need to hear right now? Okay, maybe it's, look, I know you're feeling insecure right now, but it's okay. You're safe. I am with you. And those opinions of those other people don't matter. Tell yourself what you needed to hear as a child. Parent yourself. Okay. Um, healing your inner child is definitely, it, it, it's interesting. It's been an interesting journey for me. Um, and again, I'm not an expert. I'm still getting into this and still learning. But I've done a lot of journal work around it. I've done, um, you know, these kinds of talks right, where I, where I talk out loud to my inner child and the healing aspect of it has been huge for me and it's made a big shift um, <coughs> and really helped me in my healing journey to make some big strides. So I really encourage you to do some more research about this. Maybe I'll even get um, like an inner child specialist to come on the podcast and we can talk about this some more. Um, but definitely definitely take some time to explore that because healing that that part of you that feels invalidated that feels like they don't matter that's a huge huge thing because we don't realize how much we carry those parts of ourselves into our adulthood and just through our lives and our relationships and our careers all those things um yeah so let's recap if you are self-gaslighting, if you find yourself self-gaslighting, talking to yourself in this negative way, this is what I want you to do. I want you to bring some awareness to it. I want you to take some time over the next couple days, really do those awareness check-ins and, and pay attention to how you are talking to yourself, okay? Notice the things that you're saying. If you're saying more things along the lines of, you know, your emotions, like I'm being dramatic, I'm overreacting, I'm too emotional, things like that, you know, then you know that you're working on the emotional side. If you're saying things like, oh, that didn't happen that way. Why am I thinking that? Or no, I didn't. No, that's not right. I know I didn't. I, I, I felt this way then, but that's not right because that didn't really happen that way. Then we're looking at more of the mental side, right? You got to gotta figure out exactly what it is you're working with. And you're only going to be able to do that through some self-awareness. Then you shift into learning how to validate your own feelings, okay? Learning how to accept your own feelings. Remember that acceptance is the biggest part of this. You have to be able to accept those parts of yourself. Accept that maybe you get emotional. Accept the feelings when they do come up. Accept the fact that something happened the way that maybe you didn't want it to, but it still happened that way, right? You got to accept that. But understanding and accepting that your feelings are there for a reason and that you're having that reaction for a reason. That's the big part. So you can do that through affirmations. All right. And then number three, 
is working on your inner child, healing your inner child. What is it that that little girl needs to hear inside of you? What is it that she's still hurting from? All right, validate her, support her, be there for her and comfort her. All right, working through these three steps is going to really make a huge change when it comes to how you talk to yourself and in helping you stop that self-gaslighting, help you stop invalidating your feelings and your experience. Because the moment that you're able to make that shift, once you're able to really love yourself and accept yourself fully, that's when you become free, right? When you're not held back by these negative thoughts, by these negative words in your mind, you're making so much more space for all the positivity, for all the encouragement, for the motivation, for the new ideas, for love. Making this change is going to make a huge impact on how you view yourself and how you love yourself. So I highly encourage you to take these steps, do some work around it, journal a little bit, and explore your inner child. Explore what that means. Explore what it is your inner child needs. Okay? Well, that's all I have for you today. I'm going to get out of here. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will catch y'all on the flip side. (laughs) Love ya. Bye.